0: BBC Six Music John Richardson Well thank you to Yara uh, That was Happy Hour by the House Martins It is Happy Hour It's John Richardson here till one o'clock uh, Hour one as you will know is the happy hour uh, None of us, let's be honest Intelligent or powerful enough to do anything about what's going on in the world So we'll just pretend it's not happening for an hour uh, Good news stories um, Adam is not here today Producer Adam We have Xanthi and Jenny Adam snock off to watch the darts <laughs> So, um, you know, John Cole and the like, if your Sundays aren't complete without a little glimpse of Producer Adam, if you watch the live darts final and you see a man dressed as a ballerina drinking pints of Guinness, then that will be Producer Adam. Uh, we'll start, as we always do, I'll fill you in on what's coming up after our comedy song. Uh, this week we, um, we've we picked another one from a film. I thought we'd go for um, a classic film. This is uh, from Spinal Tap and I thought we'd pick Stonehenge because uh, after today's gig I will be driving uh, to Somerset past Stonehenge on the A303, so it's relevant and funny, I hope. There we go, it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, the little people of stonehenge there uh, from the film uh, Spinal Tap, obviously. Uh, so what's coming up today? Matt Ford joining us from 12, as per usual, with his 40 files and something very special today. Matt Ford did something this week which um, I think deserves to be put to the nation. Something of a debate that he's going to put. Um, he thinks he's done something perfectly normal. I think he's done something absolutely ridiculous, uh, but you can, uh, you can decide at 12 o'clock. My guest at 11 o'clock will be Mr Rob Deary, Uh, He's going to come in. He's picked a few tracks for you. We'll have a right laugh, as per usual. Uh, Ask him some random questions. But the first hour, as you know, is good news. So what we want is uh, any good news stories from your life that you've had, uh, from the small to the big. If you've done something amazing, by all means, share it, but you don't need to. My own good news is that on the way in uh, this morning, I saw a woman drink out of a beaker on the tube. Fully grown adult woman pulled a little plastic beaker out of her bag and had a god old sock on some water, which uh, probably will cheer me up for the rest of the week. So uh, the one to be, I think the best one we had in last week was the woman who uh, successfully taught her baby how to punch the air uh, during one of our records. So that's the kind of thing we're looking at. And also any good deeds you've done that you want to brag about. uh, Again, the talisman there was set last week by uh, a guy who visited a friend in hospital and bought magazines for everyone else on the ward. So anything that you've done that you want to share, uh, please do get in touch and we will have happy hour. Although now it's another happy 51 minutes.
1: You can text John on six four oh four six or email him on wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it John Richardson dot six music at BBC dot co dot UK. Did you get all that? Again. John Richardson.sixmusic at
0: bbc.co.uk. I'm going to let that finish because that's the first time I've managed to play that song without doing silly noises at the end of it. I find it almost impossible to play that. It's Ulysses by Franz Ferdinand. And I don't. It's probably not just a DJ thing. I imagine if you have it on your CD player, it's impossible not to go. Um, anyway, so we've had uh, my, my own contribution to this uh, the happy hour. Uh, As a cynic myself is is generally A to try and be quite uh, upbeat and positive About things which is no mean feat But B to root out the things uh, on TV And radio that I've liked that have cheered me up And we've had a text in from uh, Georgie and Brendan In scary windy Leeds It's getting warmer though isn't it Cold snaps ending Um, So they say because of all the fuss my boyfriend and I Watched Total Wipeout this week He tells me it's like another show called Ninja Warrior Have you seen it? I'm sure YouTube would oblige Merry Sunday I did watch Total Wipeout this week I like it Richard Hammond, no place on it for me. He's taking it far too seriously, trying to do his little jokes and be all slimy. It doesn't really need to be 50 minutes long. When it gets all... They try and make a point of it and there's a competition. You just want to see the bit at the beginning where fat people bounce off balls and land in the mud. That's pretty... I'm not saying I couldn't watch an hour of that. I could, but half an hour of that will suffice. But my own highlight and my own good news is that um, telly is legendary again because you simply cannot go wrong. That is uh, a show that is an hour and a half of Rick Stein as uh, probably the highlight of my month uh, so i've got a little clip this is uh, my favorite bit of the show this is rick stein talking about the mandolin that he bought for his new kitchen now i'm
1: using this japanese mandolin which you've got to be extremely careful with every chef that uses it cuts themselves once but you never do it again it says in japanese on one side and english on the other watch your fingers so that's exactly what i'm doing and the most sensible thing to do is not actually to. Do- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh you know it's going to happen you knew it was going to happen and it was still funny when it happened um rick stein there after this next track i will play you uh something from the world of radio that i heard this week uh someone we've uh, spoken about on the show before but um hopefully will make you laugh quite as much as it made me laugh when i uh, heard it in my car the other night Okay, dokie that was uh tonight we fly and then after that we had uh, reasons to be cheerful you see we've knitted all this together it's pretty slick what we do here uh the good news is flooding in now a good week as well no no well the biggest one we've had probably comes in from sophia who says hello john my good news is that i've just found out i'm pregnant how's that have a good day um early on on a sunday morning as well good well well done to you um Someone says Morning John Can you tell my boyfriend Rob to get up So we can drive to the coast For the day um, No uh, Stay in bed Listen to the radio Chill out Stop cracking the man's whip Honestly It's cold out You'll fall off the coast And you'll drown You'll be sorry about it Stay in bed um, Claire and crew Says this amused me a lot This week My colleague's Two year old daughter Asking daddy to pull her finger For the first time And a cracking trump Followed too um, Some people Slightly missing the point It has to be said It's um, it's an hour of uh, uh, Upbeat stories you c- I suppose Putting a positive spin on a bad story. Uh, William in Glasgow says, right, I'm not proud of this, but I once gave a hobo some change from my pocket, um, but I accidentally gave him my bus fare, so I only had pennies in my pocket. I asked for some of the money back for the bus, but funny enough, he didn't give me any money back, so I had to walk six miles home. So, I suppose he's trying to dress up walking six miles home as a good deed by giving money away, and I'll I'll take that in this hour, uh, but generally that story doesn't need the sentence I asked for the money back in future. Um, A lot of people People sick today Emma and uh, Tasha both uh, lying in bed sick so they're not joining in Um, good news John from Nick in Sheffield my girlfriend is moving in with me ace that's better news than the lady with the beaker I don't know. It depends how much you love your girlfriend, I suppose. Um, Could be good news. You want to make sure that you uh, capitalise early on on what the rules are, and what can be touched and moved and what can't. Someone sent us in a story this week, um, Miss T, a story about Newcastle striker Shola Amiobi called the police this week to report a burglary at his home before realising it was just very messy. The 27-year-old thought thieves had broken into his £500,000 house in the city's Jesmond district, phoned police and detailed several items that were missing. A police Source told the Daily Mirror we were told thieves had taken a number of things the most important one being the checkbook however Obi subsequently admitted his mistake and found all the stolen items hidden amid household clutter so the good news there I suppose being that uh, tidiness and uh, borderline obsessive compulsive disorder pays and saves police time uh, keep them coming in 64046 johnrichson.6music at bbc.co.uk there we go there's another song where the temptation is for me to make silly robot noises but once again I'm too mature to do it today I've done a lot of growing up in The last week. Um, It's nearly time for the actual news now, so we need a final burst of uh, 100% positivity. This is a good text that um, goes against everything you think you've heard in the news from Liam in Nottingham. Says, Hello, John. My good news is that I saw my first design in a high street shop this week. Love to your mother's, Liam in Nottingham. And we were told that the high street was crumbling, um, but not so according to Liam in Nottingham, unless it turns out that he uh, makes. Closing down sales signs Or something like that Um, And we've had some good uh, deeds in People do a lot during the week Uh, The best one Undoubted winner so far uh, Leonie and Bradford Good thing I did this week Was to show a tiny old lady How to use the Dyson Airblade In the train station toilets in Leeds She didn't get it at all Until I put my hands in And then she was raving about How good it was Well that is an anecdote That will be told At poker evenings And round jigsaws Nationwide Uh, So well done to you Keep those coming in 64046 After the news I will be playing my Radio High highlight of the week from uh, a little clip from Radio Berkshire but now at 10.30 it's time for the Six Music News. Bit of madness there, shut up. Um, I took a bit of a gamble and uh, picked that during the week uh, for Daryl Fitton who I thought was going to reach the final of the darts uh, and always walks out to madness and it uh, got battered yesterday so there you go. I won't pick songs for any more sports teams apart from ones that I don't like. Um, we've got some cracking uh, good news and there's still time. You've got another about 35 minutes to outdo the good deed which at the moment the best one of the week stands at showing an old lady how to use a Dyson Airblade. Uh, cabin boy Jim it beats it in terms of a sheer volume of things he's done. He says, this week I fixed my friend's wind turbine. Um, and, you know, a, a weaker DJ would have made a, a joke there about flatulence, but no, not I. Uh, I also installed a gearbox to an abandoned boat on the Thames. My back now hurts, so I'm going to spend today eating my cupboard contents and generally not going out. Um... Sounds like a smashing day, depending on which cupboard you pick. Probably not the one under the sink. Uh, pick the nice cupboard. I've got a naughty... Have you got naughty cupboards? Is that something that normal people do? We like chocolates and crisps in yeah, I'm getting nods, that's that's a normal thing I'm normal, shut up, you're not even my real dad um, now, this is my highlight from the week, this is uh, someone we've played before uh, a guy called Paul Miller uh, and I think this this is why I love uh, local radio, because there's a lot of jokes made about it, but generally every now and again you'll stumble across a character who, uh, is, whose joy is so infectious for their job he clearly just loves turning up in the evenings, sits with his mate and has a laugh, um, I've heard him do three hour shows about whether to shave or not this particular show uh, he set his listeners the challenge of uh, texting in in foreign languages with weather reports and he was going to try and get the weather girl to read as many as uh, she could in the different languages and what ensued was just two people Trying to speak foreign languages, failing abysmally, but laughing so much. I was on my way back from a gig. I was in fairly bad mood. It was late. Uh, you just cannot help but laugh along with this. So I've got a few clips. This is the first one. This kind of uh, sets out the tone for what they're trying to do. This is Paul Miller on Radio Berkshire.
2: Bungung Havasakak. Bungung Havasakak. Talk about if you don't know, say it quickly. Bungang <laughs> Havasak. <laughs> <What's> that? That's what it sounded like. Bungan, have a sack! Don't you laugh at me! <laughs> Don't you laugh at me! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't attempt to say them! Bung- you just squeeze the words together and say them really quickly! Well, God, I was trying! Bungan, have a sack! I have such a clear image of what they both look like and it's one of those things I never want to go to the website to find out what they actually look like because I've got such cartoon characters in my mind sitting laughing. Uh, we'll play some Eagles of Death Metal and then after this uh, I have a short clip of what happened when they tried to do uh, a Dutch clip and where they talk that. Absolutely unbelievable. Wanna be in LA by the Eagles of Death Metal. Uh, this is a cracker in from Caitlin. Uh, reasons to be cheerful. She says, Good morning, Great Britain. The good news today is that my friend Kathy, whom I haven't seen in a long time and I are going for a walk." in the woods. We are taking a picnic on our cameras and it will be lovely. The bad news is it looks like rain. I think that's a good thing. It's nothing like a wood in the rain because it, it hits all the moss and it stinks. It smells nice. It doesn't stink horrible but it smells nice and you can hide under a canopy. The sky was amazing when I was driving in this. Listen to me I sound like a right old hippie don't I? It's really doing me good this uh, happy hour nonsense. I'm generally, I've had some grumpy first hours on this show but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Happy Hour on Six Music. Got jingles and everything. Um, Right, this is the clip. Um, I'll read this email before we go into the clip of what happened when they tried to speak Dutch. This says, Dear John, does it count that I cheered myself up this week by studying uh, while taking the following note? Stiffness. Increases with larger width, decreases with increasing height. It doesn't help that the subject I'm studying is building technology and is stuffed full of other innuendos. I'm finding paying attention in lectures a real struggle. I've, uh, I've still got a file of notes I took during university that have nothing to do with the lectures. I've drawn pictures of lecturers and I've written stories. and I look back on it and it reminds me quite why I dropped out of university. But it's fine now, I have a creative job. Anyway, this is what happened on the Paul Miller show this week.
2: <laughs> I'm jumping subtitles on a film. Oh, I've got to tell you do you want to do a look
0: underneath? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed? <laughs> they do subtitles. What Dutch films are you watching? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I think
1: the, I think <laughs> the, win, the wind has swung. <laughs> Especially win, important Dutch films. The wind <laughs> I has I know what Dutch films you're <laughs> watching.
2: The wind has
0: swung <laughs> you the sky round.
1: subtitles for them though. <laughs>
0: they do have (laughs) subtitles a long line of o's (laughs) (laughs) that way a bit There's no better radio than that. I don't care what you say. It's like hearing your auntie when she's had a few too many gins and she's got her camp mate round who she hasn't seen for ages and they sit being naughty with each other. I think that's uh, unbelievable. Um, but anyway, with with the greatness must come the sickness. So uh, this text, uh, I have to read it out just the fact that he had the gall to send it but in this hour who am I to judge it's from Dave in Wolverhampton it says uh, hello John I'm going to temper it slightly by reading it in his accent hello John my good news is I woke up this morning to discover that I was still married to the most amazing woman in the world from Dive in Wolverhampton So um, we'll have a short trail and then we'll have a session track by Gary Newman uh, recorded in 1979 you can maybe go and get a bucket and just throw up into that uh, that was Cars by Gary Newman recorded for John Peel in 19. Uh, we've got a few more um, good news stories and then uh, it's, it's getting almost time now to pick our good deed of the week. We've just had a cracker in. Um, John Reasons to be cheerful from Jill in Newcastle. One, last week my boss extended my contract. I bet he did. Um, I've lost my maturity. Sorry, it went when that text came in. Um, I wonder what Dave and his wife are up to now as if we don't know. Sickening, sickening, using me to get... Oh, unbelievable. Um, my boss extended my contract for another year. Um, I'm still i sticking to my resolution of not drinking on a weekday, and I'm still in bed. Uh, keep up the good work, Jill in Newcastle. Uh, my good deed this week is not being sick to that message you just read out about that man's wife. Cheers from Marcus in York. Well done. I'm, I'm not sure. I've I, I retched a little bit, but um, haven't been sick yet. I'll keep you posted. Uh, dear John, my good news for the week is that I finally finished building my newest model, Obi-Wan Kenobi ship from Star Wars. I had more fun buying it, though, because as I'm a girl, all of the nerds in the shop, didn't know how to react to me, and they just stared. Ah, nerds. Love to your mothers, Kimmy and Shrewsbury. Building Obi-Wan Kenobi shit from Star Wars, eh? It's massive. Um, Morning, John. My good news is that I'll be having bacon sandwiches for lunch. Amy and Lee, there you go, the big and the small. Um, Morning, John. I left my physics revision notes in my class on Friday. I see this as a positive thing, though, because it means I've got to remember the notes rather than relying on them, hopefully making me remember the notes better. Love to your mothers, Dan and Dorky. That's proper optimism, that, isn't it? I don't need to know the rules of physics for my exams, I'll just have remembered them by virtue of having left them on my desk. Um, And this is uh, a possible contender to have beaten uh, showing an old lady how to use the Dyson Airblade. Uh, Morning, J-Beef. A couple of years ago, I met Victoria Hasketh, a.k.a. Little Boots, at a gig. I told her to keep up the good work, and now she's being hotly tipped for success in 2009 by Six Music. I feel that's got to qualify as a good deed, for which I am entirely responsible. Love to your mothers, Pierre in Birmingham, and uh, Matt, our hero from last week, has been on again. He says, had a good week but not as good as last week, although he did leave a parking ticket with two hours left on it at a paying display machine, but has moved into a new house and starts a new job and gets a free laptop. So there you go, I feel he's been paid off for his good deed last week by getting a free laptop. So um, we'll play a record, we'll play uh, 808 State, I'm looking forward to doing a bit of this slapping you in the face on a Sunday morning. Um, I will decide whether I think the Little Boots one is better than the Airblade, but uh, 64046 if you've done something nicer than that this week. There's a belter, eh, on a Sunday day um right we'll wrap up we'll wrap up the happy hour now because i can feel some can feel some grinchiness coming on i think it's time to start getting a few things off my chest um but we you know we'll, we'll carry on we'll do it as i said last week if you let like complain do it with a smile on your face so uh well, plenty of positivity left uh ellie says i have my gcse mocks for the next two weeks which is not good news but please could you wish good luck to everyone at st george's ascot who has their exams this week um and what we'll do between uh, 11 and eleven thirty? 30 what we're last week was help someone who has missed their university applications and has a year to fill and we i think we genuinely helped last week and i was quite proud of that so we'll do that again we've had uh, an email in from amy who uh, has a problem which we'll do at 11 o'clock but just to warm you up you need to be thinking if you work in uh, in retail or you work in any form of public service then hang tight for 11 o'clock you may well be needed um cars has made me happy that's a belter thanks for that morning uncle john uh, you want happy i've been walking around with a silly grin on my face since it was revealed in Football Focus yesterday that one Mark Lawrenson appears in the latest edition of Who's Who. How fantastic is that grumpy Steve in Suffolk? Uh, well, definitely a good thing. And uh, let's not forget that Jeff Stelling makes his debut on Countdown this week. I laughed at a woman for being a nerd and making a uh, model of a Star Wars model and then I've just told <laughs> pretty much a lot of people that I know who are listening to, listen to uh, Countdown this week. Anyway, Jojo, good news. I now understand the nervous system ready for a GCSE scientist tomorrow just chemistry and physics to revise now ellie and york i'd take five minutes won't it chemistry that plus that equals bang physics put a weight on that and it gets heavier done Um, i had to walk around the kitchen with my toes curled after watching rick stein cut himself and i'm a paramedic loving reasons to be cheerful and um i think that's about it so um i had my a-level exams this week and we're allowed to eat sweets in them to boost concentration my friend forgot her, so I gave her half of my bag. Mini and scale... I'm not having. You can't eat sweets in an exam. Is that true? <clears throat> this is what happens when I get carried away. You can't eat sweets in an exam to boost concentration. If there's one thing going to ruin your concentration in an exam, it's trying to answer a question while someone's snuffling tangfastics and refreshers next to you and dribbling all over their exam. Good deed for giving away your sweets, but I'm not having that, I'm afraid. Um, I'm going to have the good deed of the week is definitely going to Leonie and Bradford as a fan of the work of the Dyson Airblade, and thank you to everyone who still sends in uh, where they found Dyson Airblades. I don't always read them out because I don't think a lot of people care, but I certainly do. I always check them. Um, So Leonie and Bradford, you uh, you can have this dedication stronger than Jesus. A camp. Before that, there's uh, there's no way of ending this week's happy hour but with another short clip from uh, Paul Miller's show on Radio Berkshire. If you're in the area, give him a listen. Uh, This is a uh, a mishap with some Croatian, and coming up between 11 and 12, we'll help a listener out, and I'll be joined by Mr. Rob Deering. (laughs) That's what
1: it says.
2: stop laughing that was Uh, good you uh, don't know that might be a good accent
0: it might not be it's not racist I'm sure it's not racist it's just a harmless bit of fun Uh, this is A Camp that's Frank Turner and reasons not to be an idiot to the happy hour seems to have uh, it's done the job for most people generally quite an upbeat text session we're having now and then the occasional just absolute doldrums text Joanna in Leicester says why is revising so difficult John why do I get distracted by everything should I just accept that I'm going to fail tomorrow, never accept failure it's never too late, to, text in tells us what you're learning, we'll tell you the bare facts that you need to know, there's only about three things you need to know for any exam I think um, and then two texts that I, you know if I'm going to be happy being single then people are not allowed to send in texts like uh, this one from Gillian Lancaster Hi John, my husband was very stressed this week because as a trainee teacher he had some horrible assessments although I'm still on my holidays this week I got up at 7am every morning and made his breakfast and lunch and gave him a cuddle before work. <laughs> Christine in Ely says, my good news is that my husband let me lie in by looking after our two boys aged two and six and just brought me frothy coffee and toasted muffins. So far so good. Loved it. I blame Dave in Wolverhampton for this disgusting everyone being happy together. It's 11 o'clock now, we're in the grumpy hour and <laughs> you, can, you can end this. So The next thing we need on 64046 is three questions for my guest for the next hour who's Mr Rob Deering. Questions on any topic topic uh, that you like this is uh the vampire sound and the lions and the cucumber and then we'll get him in the studio that's the lions and the cucumber and that song was selected by my guest mr rob Deering. hello hello
1: how are you i'm all right thank you very much
0: do you have a sort of a story about what that song means to you and uh, what time of life you you heard it and what you know what happened
1: yeah it's from the film vampiros lesbos and i heard it around felix's house <laughs> yeah ah
0: oh, felix yeah i like felix yeah. i've never met felix no i have yeah, I imagine <laughs> so, otherwise you shouldn't have been in this house.
1: No, that's right.
0: Um, welcome along. How was your Sunday so far?
1: Well, there wasn't much of it, frankly. I slept for a little while. I was nicely le- left in bed by my family, which is good of them. They were quite noisy, but I'm good at sleeping through that. And then I woke up and had to come here as quickly as I could.
0: There's a lot of... there's a spate of... um Happiness today. People being happy in love and with families and stuff. You got a proper family and a house and everything going on, haven't you?
1: Yeah, but it's nice to get out and away as well. <laughs> <laughs> we went to soft play yesterday and it was miserable. It was a lot of damage. Soft play. What's that? That like oh, toys. You, you wouldn't know. Yeah, it's like it's like an indoor playground with lots of matting. You see, they should make that, things like that for that adults. Sauce.
0: Did you, are you allowed, as a parent, are you sort of allowed in enough to play a bit? You're obliged. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, well, particularly in my case, they're too little to handle it on their own. <laughs> <laughs> you look
0: around and at first you go, this is great. And then, of course, after a quarter of an hour, you start you've started to You've eaten too many sweets and you've been sick. I may
1: have done some permanent damage.
0: Which <laughs> <laughs> is exactly what happened yesterday. Busy. Soft play. Hmm? Full of kids absolutely full of screaming weeners (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about other stuff then the Mm -hmm. first thing that happens is three random questions for people just to get to know you a bit rob just to see yeah yeah yeah. how you're feeling and where your mind's at this sunday morning take a
1: little tour
0: Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. rob Mm -hmm. um do you want question one two or three first one. One, okay, For mathematical fair. Enough. Reasons. I like your style. Uh, this is from Ben and Hill in North East London. Hello. Um, does Rob live near any other comedians? You know, I do. We've never had that question before. Well, I've looked Stuart Lee. Right. And uh, Tom Price. Yeah. And I used to live near
1: Gary Delaney, but he's moved away. Oh, ah, yeah, coincidence. And I see them in the street, it's nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good question, though, and uh, abruptly answered. It hasn't really gone anywhere, but it's a factual question. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want question two next or question three?
1: Well, uh, uh, I'll go with two.
0: Yeah? Uh, why not ask Rob what he thinks of public declarations of affection? We had a text in from Dave and Wolverhampton. We do good news in the first half hour, and his good news that he's still married to the best woman in the world. Which means, statistically, you, you're you married, so you can't be married to the best woman in the world. She's yeah. at best. She's second best.
1: I think it's selfish, isn't it, ultimately? You know, if he wants to tell her that straight, just tell it to her. Why do we have to be involved? Yeah, no, so you're
0: not a fan of... Um, no,
1: it's like when people get on sort of chatting on the internet and they're just talking to each other about what they're doing later. It's like, well, why do I have to hear that?
0: <laughs> you don't have to, though, on the internet, do you?
1: Well, if I'm sort of sitting in there chatting... If you're watching, kind of message, pervert. Yeah, if all right. You've slightly Facebook perv. Right. No, come on.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> They're holding hands
1: yeah I, i've tried to get over it but my my teenage self you know it's people it's always people are always smooching yeah right? when this is see my opinions are based on do like you hold hands 30. with your wife though um yes yeah but only a bit <laughs> do you have I'm an allotted time period
0: <laughs> you have a stop clock yeah that's right in what I'm situations like would you hold hands um, in a wood
1: yeah, while if we were out in the evening, while the children were asleep, and then we were excited, oh. <laughs> and we might be kind of skipping, frolicking. And that's naturally expressed joy, you know. Oh,
0: I like the idea of the deerings frolicking and across if you over, London. If
1: you frolic, it kind of automatically pushes strangers back. Yeah, so they're not too offended by it.
0: Yeah, that's good. I've, I've frolicked. It's nice to have um, a field of sort of knee-high grass. I think is perfect frolicking yeah, field. Yeah, you're
1: virtually gambling. You know, (laughs) getting bullying with an L. -L -L. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Final question. This is question three. Um, If Rob was having a dinner party, who would he invite and what would he cook? I'll give you some time to think about that one, because that needs some constraints. So I want three courses and three guests. All right. All right, then. And uh, we'll find out after a short trail and then some Portishead. Magic doors, Portishead. Feeling it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um... How was the dinner party planning going? I worried because you looked really stressed, and I thought not only because you know the possibilities. You know, you, you don't want to let anyone down. Yeah, and also I couldn't decide whether what my laws were on fictional and dead. I tell you who I bet you've put down, who go everyone on. puts down: Stephen Fry. No, no. I get everyone on the telly. Puts what would you Fry get down?
1: that you were not already getting off the telly? I
0: don't know. Plus, you know, go on, say it, Rob. Well, it would be. You, you don't need anyone else once you got him. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose so. Also, have you balanced your guests so that they all bring in something to the table?
1: Yeah, I'd like to think so. But okay. also, you know, uh, then, then it, the food is dictated
0: by the guests. So you, you want different. <laughs> this is why you're so stressed. You've taken this really quite oh, seriously. Yeah, I'd proper. have just picked the food I liked and three people. That I no, could leave I'd pick the
1: food. I'm good at cooking.
0: Absolutely. Okay,
1: but of course that can, you could also fictionalise that as well. In fact, I'm changing it. Swan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a swan. Okay, nice. No the way. Queen's going to have to be invited, otherwise you're breaking the law. <laughs> um, so do you want to do a guest first or food? Uh, I made up a joke this week, by the way So did I! <laughs> you do your joke and I'll do my joke Okay, what happens when uh,
1: the Queen comes first in a competition? Um, I don't know She wins a castle
0: <laughs> Oh, I see, wins a castle, yeah, I like it yeah, like that's it that's a proper joke My joke was, um, knock knock Who's there? Anita. Anita? I need to tell you something. Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Just right out of left field. So I had a good little chuckle to myself the funniest thing i know about the queen is whenever they do trails for uh the formula one on five live they used to have this big trail that goes f1 and i thought so that's what the queen says when she stubs her toe against a table <laughs> um so what are you cooking or do you want to do the guests first do they explain the food or does the food explain the guests? yeah i yeah uh, it's up to you i don't mind okay let's do the guests because i think i can see the top one and it's interesting
1: i want uh jk rowling
0: mm. yeah why is that finance um, Sponsorship.
1: Yeah, that's right. She
0: can, do, <laughs> can you bring down an some afters and some yeah. cash? Can you
1: just bring around um, a million pounds? Yeah. Uh, now I've got I've got some ideas I'd like to run by her. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because she's probably I've read that Tales of Beedle the Bard. It's very very good, but it's very short, so she must be kicking her heels. You know,
0: so right. I've got some Do you me- not think she's just sort of enjoying being a millionaire and just doing no, whatever no, she no, wants? you
1: can't live on that. You know, you
0: can't live on that. No, track. she thinks she wants a new challenge yeah, a new and another de- man to de- de- give de- it to. Yeah. got her. it. That's right. Wow, what is it a book then? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think she should do, do, you do discuss Go it back it over the last year at Hogwarts but do it from Neville Longbottom's point of view. Okay, And then do it with flashbacks So you get the whole of the Harry <laughs> Potter story But from Neville Longbottom's point of view
0: He was the only one, Neville That turned out that he could act Because they picked them all quite young, didn't they? And they mm. sort of speculated And I think Neville's the only one that by the I, end no, actually could think, act I think
1: Radcliffe act. stepped up now in the last one I think he's, he's cracked it Because mm. when he went, I'm just so angry all the time (laughs) i think if he hadn't pulled that off that would have been a bad film that last one it was good so
0: you're pitching a movie to
1: rowling yeah who else have you got um i got uh i see i I don't want to put matt damon i'm not interested in matt damon so i put jason damon um jason bourne yeah it's it's hard to imagine him stopping around long enough for dinner yeah he'd he'd be all over the place everyone and just go
0: eating from different angles and sliding under the table yeah
1: that's right he could probably if you could get
0: him in the kitchen he could probably (laughs) put it all together what is it about jason bourne oh i just i don't i think he'd be a frustrating dinner party guest well the thing is you're talking about
1: balance you know he'd be ideal
0: if you had Stephen fry obviously you you sit him sit him opposite Rowling, and they're just chatting aren't they jason Bourne and jk rowling chatting it
1: would be so fantastic (laughs) um i'd like to imagine jason Bourne coming and then sitting you know like in the second film when they get him in the interrogation room in naples and he's just sitting staring at the floor
0: yeah like it's a smashing dinner party,
1: so far. Yeah, it's going to be great, <laughs> and with me sitting next to him, going so, you, and then you'd have it from
0: Neville's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's really good. Wow, the third seat really needs filling. Quite carefully. It was now.
1: ridiculous because I was sitting there thinking who, 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 and then it came you saw me, you saw me get it. And kind of, uh, yeah, oh, Shatner, Shatner, yeah, right. William Shatner, is like, he's like a god to me. He's a hero. Is life. he? Oh, he's fantastic. Just
0: because of the way he talks. Just
1: everything. Everything he does because he's so ridiculous but so proper and committed. Have you seen him doing Rocketman?
0: um yes i have yeah oh
1: it's one of my favorite things i've ever they seen they parody
0: life. it on uh family guy yes they do they parody him quite heavily on family guy yes it's where i get most of my cultural references from now yeah
1: the the other good chatting a bit on family
0: guy is when he's captain kirk and he's all
1: jumping yeah. around in this seat peter you're
0: a madman <laughs> um adam west they did on qi this week they told some quite horrible stories about adam west that I didn't want to believe, because he's kind of had his career reborn, thanks to Family Guy, hasn't he, being the mayor? Yep, yep. And they said that he used to watch people... He used to watch people doing it. <laughs> and I, I'm not <laughs> I having think that. you should either say I'm not say it. I don't know about this. Kind of he used thing. to watch people, and by people I mean the guy who played Robin, have sex. That's what they're saying on QI. And I just I'm not having it hey, um, No
1: know having Invited Fry around
0: <laughs> Yeah exactly S- Slanderous filth About Adam West uh, This next song Is called Digital Love Which seems somehow Inappropriate After what we've just Discussed <laughs> But uh, never mind This is Daft Punk Digital Love Or if you're from The estate that I grew up on Digital Love They used to pronounce it <laughs> Digital And it used to Really wind me up But given that I was Getting battered For just existing I thought pointing out Grammatical errors In their speech Probably wouldn't it Phonetically it's actually Digital Must have hurt you Right down to the Skellington, Skellington, Bockle was the one they used to do that really hostile. They didn't do hosp- no. hostile. Do people Jamie really Easton say hostile?
1: Yeah, Jamie Easton said, so, "I had to go to hostible. Yeah, yeah, all the time." <laughs> Who said that? Jamie Easton.
0: Is he one of your school bullies?
1: No, no, just a, someone from school. He just some guy.
0: Marcus Marcus Cahoon was the bully. And what's he doing now? He's dead. So what are you cooking For JK Rowling, Jason Bourne And William Shatner
1: I do a lovely um, soup Which has risotto rice, garlic, cayenne pepper And uh, spinach and feta which is just delicious, but I don't know if they go for Oh, that. you're vegetarian, aren't so you? So I thought for rolling, I could serve up just magic uploads of sausages. <laughs> and shatno. you know, he's good. Well, he wants cereal if the adverts are in. This is bars. delicious. <laughs> Where the hell did you <laughs> cook this? And uh, Jason Bourne, I mean, come
0: on, what are you going to do?
1: Space food. Yeah. Micro chips. Some kind of bar, a compressed fruit bar.
0: Yeah. I can't see this working as a dinner party. I've had fun watching you, but just can't see that gelling together as a Damon, room
1: what if it was Damon
0: um. Uh, well again Matt Damon I only know From the parody of him On Team America Yeah Which again suggests He probably wouldn't be The best dinner So maybe we
1: should go over The real man Rather than the character Or the puppet Yeah In maybe... which
0: case He's probably busy Well you should have Just picked Stephen Fry I yeah. think maybe that's why Everyone goes to him He's just good mileage Then dear. I could do a Fry-up And go Fry-up <laughs> Just
1: for the whole night
0: he, He'd probably leave Especially if you've opened With your coin joke Yeah that he's, would get him out He's probably tired um, After the news You have a We have a, I like it when there's An actual Solution that we can put to the listeners to solve. Uh, mm-hmm. Will Smith came in and asked for tips on how to win at risk um, and, you know, delivered and then went and lost uh, three games in a row. <laughs> so uh, we'll see if we can solve your dilemma. But now at 11:30, it's time for the six music news. That's us by Fleet Foxes. And uh, during that was the least cool off-air conversation that has ever been had at any radio station, I reckon. um now, there are several directions we can go in now, Rob, and as the guest, I'll leave it up to you. I arrogantly said that we could solve any topic for revision, so there's a few people have asked for just facts on, you know, certain topics. Mm-hmm. Um, we sort of got a lot of people kicking off about my general disgust for people being happy in relationships and public, if dis- 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 It does seem harsh. Yeah. Um or we can do something completely different
1: well the other thing is you said you were going to fix something for me which yes we did i don't need to do that but when you mentioned it i made this noise which was horrible but it was relevant it was yeah kind of, uh, so you know i wanted to explain my that. friend
0: used to do that noise if he was trying to wind me up you know when yeah. you go through that age where you just want to fight each other we were about 11 12 just wanted to fight so the thing he would do is make that noise repeatedly because he knew i hated it like that yeah, it's oh, not a great a radio either, sorry, noise. sorry everyone. So your problem, I mean, you've got a massive problem, Rob. It's not <laughs> you've massive. You've got a pretty big problem. Yeah,
1: it's like a nightmare. You know <laughs> uh, when uh, people have peanuts and, they, and they, their allergic reaction is so severe they could immediately die? Matt Ford, who's joining us at 12, allergic to fish and peanuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- luckily, I mean, that's what I was going to serve. It's lucky he's not coming. Yeah, fish pie. fish and peanuts. <laughs> 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 These are fantastic mm. fish. Terrible Shatner impression I'm allergic to some mint (laughs) (laughs) And I don't collapse I merely get a slightly itchy tongue Like now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because some toothpaste will do it and some won't. I know that blue chewing gum's fine and green chewing gum's bad. So I thought it was spearmint. I think green
0: anything to put in your I've mouth. I've read the is ingredients
1: bad. of chewing of, of toothpaste and I cannot define the one that I'm allergic to. So anyone who can fix
0: so that. So if thing. we've got any listeners who are mildly allergic to some forms of mint product, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you can help Rob find the because toothpaste is a pretty big part of your life. You know, you can't go through life and not being All to the toothpaste.
1: same, as I'm as I saying it's like
0: in boots. It's like, or. Oh,
1: Another, you know, uh, pharmacological provider. Yeah. Um, um, there aren't any, though, I I mean, that is true. Super I'm in drug. there, and it's like a very, very low-key game of Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if they actually let me pop them and squirt them in my mouth yeah but that obviously the, you get there are a lot of uh, outlets though you can
0: go in one squirt a load in before they get to you you're going to have tried five or six go yeah. to another one try five or six more and then leave that yeah. town altogether. see
1: the level of drama and risk <laughs> has
0: massively outweighed the initial problem i in think that scenario this is fast becoming a better film idea than your neville longbottom idea oh,
1: come on you could go through it tell the whole story from his point of view but with flashbacks so you get the whole thing again and it's with the because de- you didn't get any of that stuff at Hogwarts, while <laughs> Snape was actually keeping the carros away from the pupils, because he was, oh, yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. But a film about someone who's mildly allergic to listening. mint. <laughs> yeah, come on. Just, maybe we could combine the two. You have Snape, like, burst in butter. Is Jason Bourne in it? Eat this. Um, we'll get there. Jason Bourne in it Yeah it wasn't good was it
1: Anyway that was one of the things The other things are you're, Come on I want to People answer a revision question People will think you're
0: up to something <laughs> That's my Snape um, <laughs> Discovered last week that the only impression I can do is Popeye <laughs> When he's thinking about stuff <laughs> 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 um, That's literally oh, yeah, the only good, one good, good, good. I've been working all week on my Bobby George from the darts He's turned <laughs> up he's got beat up Bed. He's got beat up he's never turned up Do
1: you want to hear my Len off Strictly Come Dancing? Yeah What you've done is you would come out Everyone comes out They weren't <laughs> going to do it in there Of course they'd
0: come out Better than turning round That's the one that used to bother me He's turned round He said that hasn't he? Well, it. Probably won't affect you then Because he wasn't facing you When he said it I'd Just ignore him um, I'm trying to revise For an A-level physics module It's not going too badly But any extra help Would be appreciated From Sarah What do you know about physics? If
1: you find it easy You're doing it wrong
0: is that a physical fact?
1: Well, if it's proper physics, it gets... Because you've got to do... It depends how deep you're going. I mean, are we talking quarks? I
0: was just going to say, like, if you Stranger push a wall, tractors. it pushes you back. That's the extent of my, you know... A push-pop is the only thing in the known world that does not exert an equal and opposite force. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was in a staged car crash, as I was,
1: um, they made sure that the other car was a lot smaller than the car we were in. And right. I had a moment of thinking, oh, yeah because yeah. <laughs> it meant that we could kind of just destroy the other
0: car Okay, and the other car would be okay because it was like a ship yeah why were you in a, stimu- a, st- not a stimulated car crash oh I say we're going terribly <laughs> fast oh it's like this
1: is like J.G. Ballard mm. I uh, <laughs> I was it was for ninety nine things to do
0: before you die and one was have a sort of minor car crash. Yeah,
1: and it seemed so fun and so sort of out there and then just afterwards I just thought it oh, was just like a real car crash and then I want to cry. Of
0: course, number so, 99 was eat a whole tube of toothpaste and then you actually die. Yeah, And then you've right. got to hope you've done the first 98. Um, I'm that's. revising for geography. It's changing landforms, basically. River, coastal flooding and management. I have my pen and paper ready for anything you think I need to know, Joanna in Leicester. Study
1: that bloke who rebuilt the beach outside his house. You see that last year? No. English Heritage around with this bloke is saying he spent a hundred, no, so loads of money 100 pounds 100 pounds over i've heard of such fees yeah well at the moment it's not actually worth that much <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> he built a massive kind of land bank so that him and his neighbours' houses wouldn't fall into the sea and english heritage went no come on that's a wonderful stretch of coastline okay like, yeah but it's also my house yeah,
0: so uh, there's a lot like, of that goes on. How's case study with? Uh, how Okay, well that's that one. So it's, yeah. my tip for that would be Oxbow Lakes. That's all oh, you need to know about Jack I like isn't
1: referencing, it? referencing Oxbow Lakes during comedy gigs. Yeah, yeah, because people quite often talk about going down the comedy cul de sac. It's one of those
0: things that oh, you do a comedy Oxbow Lake. We've, we've paddled into a comedy Oxbow Lake there, which is it's just a nice variation. You can't paddle into an Oxbow Lake, can you? Though, you can by you definition. Yeah, off from the shore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you were, you know, James Bond and Living at die, you'd probably just jump your boat across the land and out. Moved off stuff. from Jason Bond. now. Bored of him. He's had his chance. He was dull at the dinner party. Now James Bond's moving in. Uh, and the final one, uh, for my revision, this is from Stephen Letchworth, uh, 17th century French uh, drama. Get your brain around that one. Love to your mothers. What do you know about 17th century French drama? I can't date it. I don't know. Your Moliere, is that that long ago? I don't know. Flea in a ring?
1: <laughs> Flanders? It's- no, that's a book.
0: Yeah, British. There's a lot of sex in it though. When yeah. it was on telly, that's yeah, all I remember. That's
1: nothing to do with it at all. You don't
0: do that on a hay bale. Um, let's have a session track. Um BBC Six Music. It's the John Sessions. <laughs> john sessions (laughs) um this is the boo radleys um and it was recorded in 1995 and it's not wake up boo um it's lulu i was at that gig i don't know if you can hear me i whooped at the end um really enjoyed it you were concerned that we'd made ourselves look stupid there weren't you by sort of playing the fools um should we discuss stuff we actually know yeah we've had this one's quite good down in torquay a level physics electrons and photons i do actually like a bit of particle physics go on then i don't know anything about it i just like the words <laughs> quark yeah yeah that's a good one isn't it i've read um schrodinger's cat um and i've read... i
1: haven't read it and i have read it
0: but you'll never know oh interesting see what i did and it works really if i Thanks. lock you in a box yeah, see this is more universe. where we're at show wise um hello john please say that you watched you've been framed last night i plus it and watched it and then certain clips i watched twice um <laughs> There was a clip of uh, those people who whirl around balls of fire on the ends of strings. Uh, The person on the show was going well and then hit themselves in the crotch with the flaming ball, which made him bend over in pain. Then he suddenly realises where he's hit is on fire, so straightens himself out and starts hitting himself in the gonads to put
1: the fire out with his fist. Well, that's physics in action.
0: Yeah. When that doesn't work, he lies down on the floor and starts to hump the world. This made me laugh for a long time from Jenny Penny. That was the very clip that I watched twice because he does sort of (laughs) lie on the floor and thrust at the earth. And I did, I, I did a little noise I went, yeah, doing the planet <laughs> <laughs> I lost it a bit yesterday I came back in and had a couple of glasses of rose And it just went straight to my head I was bouncing around, talking to myself In the mirrors That's when I know I've lost it If I'm following myself around the house on mirrors
1: That is a sign of, of intoxication When you start talking to yourself in the mirror That must be general, because I get that But you, you go to the toilet in a hostel, say, and uh, and, uh, and you look in the mirror and you go, alright oh, I've gone over the <laughs> line
0: yeah, I don't go out though I wonder, so do other people have that though? Is it
1: just me and you? It's a coincidence that it we must have that
0: must be that people Surely we're the tip of a mirror-based iceberg <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, hope we are I hope so 6446 four, if you talk to yourself in the mirror But what I and do you is you know that it's a sign that Different you know, mirrors in different drunk. rooms of the house Are like different me's That's just you, So yeah. I'll walk in the bedroom And see myself in the mirror and go It's only you and that woman of Heroes I go in the toilet just watch me out a wee And then I'll <laughs> chat to myself in the uh, bedroom and then I'll go down to the kitchen yeah, so, All right,
1: get out and see some friends
0: No, I don't, I'm fine <laughs> um, uh, people who are allergic to mint uh, say, "I hate mint with the chalkiness of toothpaste." So I have fennel. It's also vegetarian, widely available in hippie shops and posh supermarkets. Fennel toothpaste. I don't like the taste of fennel. Uh, um, hello, John. I'm allergic to mint bath soap. I thought I'd let you know. Jerry and Woking.
1: Oh, does it? What like the stingy stuff?
0: That's all that, that text says.
1: you up in the morning can really sting, which is quite fun. <laughs> you know the kind of thing. If you ever had a kind of original sort of mint, and it really makes your eyelids sore, but also other... If you had a... You know, if you had a comprehensive shower... If you'd
0: been set on fire and you were going to yeah, have a so nice you're bath... Yeah, so you were where the singeing had been. Yeah. Then
1: that could really sting.
0: Singeing? St. That's your mate, isn't he? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bernard... And someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nearly time for you to introduce a record because okay. I refuse to say it. Um, okay. Someone just says Kingfisher Fennel toothpaste, which I assume is the, the brand name for fennel. I like fennel. Um, hi, John. I can sympathise with the some mint allergy. I have a self diagnosed condition that I have called Peach Lip. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, all my conditions are self-diagnosed. Some peaches, brackets, and occasionally nectarines make my lips swell up like I've had a smack in the mouth. Not a serious enough problem to make me stop eating them, though. In fact, the Russian roulette element probably adds to my enjoyment of the fruit. Love yeah. to your mothers, Pete and Leeds. If it wasn't that, it
1: is a serious enough problem to stop eating them because you don't need them. Why not just avoid peaches?
0: Well, you may be like, I just bought some peaches. They're lovely peaches. A peaches this for time are good of fruit here for peaches. Well, it's all year round now, isn't it? What with chemicals and it's planes like, and stuff. No, it's not very ethical. I'm not a very ethical person. Um, um, that's my favourite fact about uh, the um, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, the scientist, was that he wouldn't have peaches in the house. Because <laughs> <that's laughs> he didn't trust the skin was fairy and didn't trust it. So he was, uh, he was scared of peaches and women. Didn't like women because they wore makeup. Thought it was deceiving. Um, Holland and Barrett do a lot of people getting on about the uh, fennel toothpaste. Colgate do a very difficult to find herbal toothpaste. See, I don't. I, w- I want normal toothpaste because some of them are fine. Maybe you just can't want have to normal toothpaste. Then, some of them. You're are a fun. weirdo.
1: God has decided that... I know I'm throwing this fennel back in people's faces, but you can keep your fennel. (laughs) (laughs) I want the mint I can have.
0: Um, My husband, Phil Slater from Barnsley, South Yorkshire, it's a very specific email in case we thought Adele was lying. Adele's not married. Oh no, Phil Slater, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so allergic to mint that we have to have strawberry Punch and Judy toothpaste. He is an identical twin and his brother Andrew is also allergic to it. We have two little girls, and if they have anything to eat which is slightly minty, he won't let them back in the house until they've had a wash outside, no matter how cold it is. Uh, regards from his loving and long-suffering wife and kids, Adele, Heloise, and Cloudy, Cloudy, Claudy? Claudy? Claudie, 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 stay in it, Claudie, Cloudy, Claudie, Cloudy, no, Cloudy, no. Cloudy's, Cloudy, Heloise, isn't it? Heloise. <laughs> um, the only thing I'm allergic to says Kirsty is sugar-free polos And I found out it's one of the sweeteners that they add to make me uh, That makes me ill Hope this helps Maybe it's a sweetener that you're allergic to and not the mint Maybe so um, I think Snape can be added to your list of amazing impressions, John This is a weird one I Maggie in Chesterfield I am allergic to toothpaste with red stripes it can't be. They're not always the. Did you call Maggie in Chesterfield a liar? No, I think we need to compare results. Maggie in Chesterfield says she thinks it might be cinnamon oil. So there oh, you go. They,
1: that's the kind of thing. Thanks, Maggie.
0: Yeah. Um, so Maggie, 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 we're gonna have a short trail and then a track by Justice. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia or Cloudy's legitimate though, isn't it? Because it's Cla- you can say Claudia. Well, it isn't. No, the sun's still out. <laughs> <laughs> say the name of this song uh, oh, by um, Justice. Uh, <laughs> There we go. That was justice. And uh there we go. It's called the party, but it's spelt with two Ts, two Hs, two Es, two Ps, two As. I can't be bothered. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. I can't see Wogan doing that. Do you know what I mean? I'm not seeing that getting much airplay on radio too, is it? I can't see Wogan. Okay, so we've got some lovely emails, but now it's time for... A... There's
1: another impression for you. <laughs> yeah.
0: By the way, there's saliva all over this microphone now. Uh, okay. Well, that'll be, uh, Fordy's using that one. He's, he's, he likes all that. He loves all men and homoeroticism and <laughs> sweat. <laughs> he's just sat outside reading the uh, news of the world, getting ready to come in. Cracking anecdote from Fordy this week. Very excited about, uh, very excited about that. Um, now, toothpaste or mirrors? What do you like? Mirrors. Um, general consensus. Do you think people support in talking to themselves in the mirrors or saying that we're mental?
1: Mm, I think they're, they're saying we're mental.
0: No. Um... Uh, Matt in Lancaster, if I'm a bit squiffy and look in a mirror, my own face starts to freak me out. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to turn away before I stop recognising myself. It's very odd. Good. There's It'll always a... So squiffy, I like that. There's a point of drunkenness where you go from... You realise, because you don't notice the getting confident bit. You don't notice the walking in and going, you're yeah, looking good. That just happens. But then there's a point where you go... Oh, my God. Yeah, I know gay. who you are. yeah, <laughs> And I know who you've just been as well, swaggering around. You've been for three toilets in the last ten minutes, and you still think you're cool. And that's when I was go home. Um, Hello, John. I talk to myself and sometimes like to sit in front of my mirror and make contorted faces. I can do it for hours, Eloise in Leeds. It's okay to talk to your reflection when drunk. It's not okay to start a fight with him. <laughs> um, well, well,
1: I like the way that implies that there are certain people it's totally okay to start a fight with.
0: Yeah Fine just start a fight But not with yourself Not with yourself You just end up with a broken mirror Tell that to Edward Norton He pulled it off <laughs>
1: Yeah I've spoilt that for some people now
0: no, I don't think so I think we've left it subtle enough He's been in a lot of films Maybe <laughs> I'll just think it's a reference to uh, One of those street violence films that he did Which it kind of is Yeah What else has he been in American there? History X Could be that We're fine well, There's a horrible scene in yeah. that Anyway um, Dear Jay Beef and Rob uh, I thought it was only me Who talked to mirrors while drunk Often in a pub toilet If it's late on yep. I found myself doing the thumbs up at myself combined with a fonzie-ish
1: you're telling my story
0: this i think is this uh, one of your anecdotes this is this oh this is your life yeah i think this is less disturbing than what i do more often which is just go all right to myself (laughs) in the mirror i also do a similar thing when in the house on my own yeah bless you who was that it's um love to your mother's sam sam in manchester nice one sam yeah there's a lot of that going on um and then the toothpaste, apparently um, Colgate Herbal toothpaste, is on sale at two for two for ninety nine p in Essex. Yeah, but that could be because no one wants it. Think about it. Yeah, um, someone else who gets headaches when they eat polos. And um, <laughs> on the subject of peaches, um, <laughs> kiwis make all the skin come off my tongue. I still wait about six months until I forget the pain, and then I eat another one. <laughs> Chris in Northern Ireland. That's got to be kiwi fruit, right? Um, yeah. Oh, not not. Oh, that, yeah. Maybe he's a rugby player. Yeah. No, I was thinking of the small flightless birds, poor things. Oh, okay. I was thinking of sort of a, a a part of the hacker where they just run over and steal the skin off the tongues of all the English rugby players. <laughs> but that wouldn't be funny, um, <laughs> as we've proved. And that's um, that's about it for allergies and whatnot. Hello, John. Before I got to bed every night, I put on a five-centimeter layer of moisturizer cream and then the same amount of Vaseline on my lips. <clears throat> I can't even think what that relates to. It's just nice no, that well, people share sometimes. Isn't it?
1: They just have a massive
0: creamy head. Although I always end up with my pillow and hair covered in cream because I'm a wriggler. Of course you do. <laughs> I think it keeps my skin soft. Do you think I should carry on doing it even though it means I have to shampoo my hair three times in the morning? No. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's 12 o'clock And this is where we offer you the chance To be released into the world um, Or to just sit here for another hour But you've, oh, you've got I've a lunch got you
1: luncheon go. Can I come back another day?
0: I'd love you to come back another time
1: Thank you, let's do that
0: um, Where are you? Where can people find you in the world?
1: Uh, on robdeering.com And hopefully at Comedy Congregation
0: uh, My monthly gig here in I've London I've done that, haven't I? Yes, well, how was it for you? It was okay It's in a part of London uh, it where It's okay
1: Thanks for plugging my gig so wonderfully It's a
0: good gig yeah um, <laughs> It's, i'm not a big fan of the old uh soho no it is
1: like a haven from the streets outside
0: it isn't you've true? got to be cool because i'm wrong about it everyone i've even when i've spoken to quite like straight laced people like my mum lived in london and i've you know as a safe ally to sort of oh i don't like all that you know but it's, people just love that part of london don't they like, oh it's great stuff going on and people grabbing you by the flesh and telling you to go and watch naked ladies
1: That won't happen if you come to my gig.
0: No, no. You do offer that as a service, though, don't you? Well, you sort of tuck it between your legs and do a dance. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Rob's gig um, and just go and find Rob anywhere you're very good yes I've, there's a list come and see me come see this that. is your second request um you are of the opinion that this is the best song in the world at the moment yes at the moment yes yeah, oh yeah right so could be knocked off the top spot um i'll let you introduce it you can feel free to do it in an ordinary voice or you know an impression or in that flubbery lip voice that you did <laughs> <laughs>
1: it doesn't work if I don't know what I'm going to say. It's just a noise. It's no, an interject. end isn't a very good word to do. This that, is or? the end title music from The Taking of Pelham 123 by David Shire. Mm.
0: That was um, end title music by David Shire, the best song in the world. Rob Deering now off into the streets of London. Um, go find him, grab him, talk to him. Have a good day. I'm joined now by Matt Ford. Hello, Britain. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. You've popped into the studio a couple of times. and It's been a little bit... You seem like in a bit of a weird mood. What are you talking about? you Are being quite sort of um, as if you're a political journalist and you've got a scoop and you've sort of popped in and said, "Can I get logged on?" on oh, our... no, <laughs> can you I get logged on the computer, please? And now you're coming in. And you've, you look, you look good. You look like, but you look official because I know yeah. you were at the football yesterday and yep. I know they won. And you know that I wore this shirt yesterday because I like to travel light. So and ex- I mean, the clothes
2: that I wore yesterday and slept in, and still looking for <laughs> box fresh.
0: Yeah, Aren't I? It depends what's in the box, doesn't it? If you mean like a <laughs> cricket box. Um, <laughs> no. Let's let's play your song that you wanted to. Oh, this is brilliant. Kind of like intro music yeah, for you, so you can a
2: gig. Up. I used to do my ironing to this.
0: <laughs> you don't want anything. Surely you want you know low music. Too. No, 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 no. That's the problem.
2: I'm not into all this. Oh, it's a Sunday, so I've got to listen to mellow music. That's what creates a Sunday mood. I want to feel like Saturday every day of the week. Right. So you've got to turn it up to ten and pump it up, baby.
0: Okay, then. Well, um, turn it up to ten. Pump
2: do your it ironing. Up. If you've got any ironing to do, get it on the thing now. You've got a number of... Sa- get your ironing out. Get your starch spray. Something that's revolutionised my life. You, tell, <laughs> you can wear a shirt two days on the trot and it still looks pretty fresh.
0: Yeah. Starch em. Wow, that's a big intro you've made today I got an email from you in the week saying Let's have a big one this week yeah, oh man, it's And massive. that's link one over and done with Ended with the words We've got any ironing to do Just get it out, man <laughs> get Did out I ask out. you? <laughs> Did I ask you to do it? Tell people what this is, Matthew This is the legendary Van
2: Halen <laughs> with Jump finish off that sleeve What was that?
0: because of the ironing you see I just oh i see we're helping people out yeah linking it together aren't you for yeah, the yeah. nation there yeah. we go jump by van halen nice sung that in it yeah i guess you're
2: going doesn't it? Reminds you that sunday can be a good positive day
0: yes well we've done our good news and happiness and all that mm. hour um um what a week it's been someone's texted in and says hello john i thought you'd like to know that the sky banner is describing Fordy on my radio as a lovable rogue that's all right then in wigan is that how you like to be described I've uh, been described
2: as far worse, (laughs) flaky, (laughs) be (laughs) old in both in both meanings of the term, meaning you know, sort of weak and prone to uh,
0: change his opinion and. um, well, I've got X. You're not prone to changes of opinion, are you? Yeah. The... No, I guess I'm not. Yes. <laughs> nice. Um, I didn't even plan that. Now, I called you B.O. Wolf then. Um, B.O. Wolf. Yeah, like B.O. as in. You're obsessed
2: order. with B.O. Wolf, aren't you?
0: No, well, I'm j- I'm doing a slick link, mate. Oh, yeah, into, um Into so. our Winston <clears throat> of the week. Oh, um,
2: right, yeah,
0: all right. <laughs> go out and find, um, tell people about Ray Winston for people who haven't heard the show before. Ray Winston, in the run-up to Christmas, was in a Sunday paper
2: every week, letting off steam about the state of Britain. (laughs) Then it turned out he had a DVD out, (laughs) own goals and gaffes or whatever it was called. Nothing to do with um, immigrants or single parents or whatever his gripe of the week was. So um, each
0: week, we find a uh, a Winston wannabe who's yeah. gone off on a big rant about something fairly inconsequential, don't we? Um, I haven't... I listened to so much talk radio this week and couldn't find one. This is... I mean, I've got two, so... Oh, uh, man. Yeah, don't worry about it, mate. I've got your back. Um, interesting text you've got <laughs> yeah, there. My phone keeps turning itself off and on. Oh, yeah. I was with you this week, weren't you? It's Getting the right little temper. It's fun watching it. It's this.
2: such a... Frust- I'll get, all my texts get wiped, all my contacts. It take, the date on the phone goes back to 2005. Yeah.
0: Um, and he gets in a right little moody, feign sort of oh. punching it, and gets a fist right up to <laughs> you. One of these days. <laughs> Why? Yeah. This is um. It's not a Winston voice, but it's a Winstonian. You told rant. me it had
2: to be a Cockney. I've got one, mate. I've, right. I've got right. two, right. mate. Because I've been sat there
0: w- driving in the car with a pen at the ready to write down. Oh well, that's health and safety, isn't it? Don't do that. Don't do that. Just drive carefully. Um, put myself on the line. For this. <laughs> You're putting other people on the line. Um, that would be it- the worst excuse, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah sorry, I wouldn't put it rolls. past you, uh, you, though. Do you know how fast I'm
0: you were doing that? Yeah, but I'm a DJ. So <laughs>
2: That's what I'm trying to find cut news on the radio isn't it? <laughs> Safe blood you Yeah! Doosh,
0: doosh, doosh. <laughs> <laughs> this Sorry, is bro. from um, Fighting Talk, and they have a round called Any Other Business where they get hit up about stuff. Yeah. And this one, for me, is a little... They get a bit carried away about this. And the other thing is, <laughs> firms
2: that make shops that make their sales staff wear Santa costumes yes. over Christmas. Oh. They made me sick. Sa- Woolworths! They made these people in Woolworths <laughs> last Santa
1: thing. hats. Yes, I, did, know, I had to these- go out of the shop it made me so sad. These poor buggers are going to lose their
2: jobs <laughs> in the new year. They're wearing Santa hats.
0: Outrageous! Chill out, lads. you know what I mean? These people wearing Santa hats at Christmas, it makes me sick. Really, it makes me a bit festive and sort of Christmassy. Well, you were nodding away, though. You agree? Well, particularly in the
2: case of Woolworths, yeah, but surely there's a shop macabre, that needs it, a bit of a dress, lift to dress people up as a you know in, a, in something that represents happiness and hope. Yeah, when they were probably the last two things, well, staff had over Christmas.
0: Oh, then they need a bit, don't they? need a bit of a shot in the arm. Let's all go down to the dull queue dressed as elves.
2: <laughs> that would be, it. Let's centre plus in a massive Santa's grotto.
0: <laughs> Have you been uh, actively seeking work? Yeah. And to be honest, dressed like this, I'm not getting a lot, to be honest. A busy time of year for me, but January's looking quiet. Um, this is an act- Actual Winston, an actual no. Winston alike from this week's QI, Nugget. none other than Mr. Rob bryden
1: I can see Ray Winston as a corrupt pope, in oh, you? Brilliant. Boy, you slag! <laughs> yeah. Chit snaps on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> forage. <inch.
0: laughs> oh man! Rob bryden took up the mantle. Obviously, listens to the show and thought, "I'll, I'll give you a bit of airtime, lads." Not the only person nicking our stuff. Um, oh. Dear John, I listened to the podcast of your show last Sunday and was shocked to hear that Peter Kay had stolen Matt Ford's well-known Greek <gasps> Hello Britain. Peter Kay has also stolen my material, he says. Notably, the George Formby grill and the fact that only ugly people go on buses. Whilst I admit that I have never had any material published or broadcast as I am an engineer from West London, that's hardly the point, is it? Regards, David. Just shows the extent to which Kay is going these days, <laughs> eavesdropping in garages. Um, the this man's out of control. next track is by way of a little Teaser for um, this week's 40 Files oh, That's um, a big one this week folks So we'll have the trail then the track And then a little tease and we'll do the 40 Files after 12.30 Now that was PJ Harvey With a song called The Letter Bit of A clue. Bit of a clue As to uh, this week's 40 Files What's this week's 40 Files about Matthew
2: The title of it is Betrayal and Rivalry <laughs> Anyone who's aware of developments in the East Midlands in sport recently. Let's, um, tease with
0: let's not go too much into the details. Let's just give an <laughs> overview. Because it, it does need, people need time to express their opinions on this. And yeah. I'm fascinated by this. So six four oh four six John music at BBC.co.uk. What Matt did this week, a certain thing happened yeah. in the media. Well, it was about to happen. This is the crucial thing. I
2: tried to intervene. Yeah. Now last minute. And try and in a, in stop a realm the of the views.
0: media, fair to... I mean, you, you you are in the media yourself, Matthew, you know this, yeah, but well, um, yeah. there's an echelon of stardom at which you do not interfere, and right. unless you're five, in which case you can quite happily, you know, send letters to Batman and say, yeah. Dear Batman, please do not be nasty to Robin, because he is nice and Joker is a poo-bump. And he hasn't had a holiday for ages. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. Um... What you did this
2: week was to write a letter to an, someone... An email. I wrote an email to someone who was about to make a very big decision in his life. Yeah. It would affect people in two cities in the East Midlands
0: and... Now... Afield, no doubt. You c- told me about this. <laughs> and expected me to go, well done, mate. Someone had to I say. Mean, it. I can't believe people think I'm a weirdo for doing this. So, I want to know how weird people think it is to send a letter to a celebrity... And be a fully grown adult You say celebrity right You make
2: it sound like I've emailed someone off Big Brother You emailed Chantel You said don't get married (laughs) Saying pink's not your colour (laughs) (laughs) I This is a football manager I tried to intervene in a big decision in British (laughs) sport this week
0: so, I'm fascinated. If anyone has ever written a letter to someone, and I mean as an adult, we've all done it as kids. Do I, I take One, back one the- of my prized possessions was a signed picture of Andrea Boardman off Disney Club. <laughs> you know, you're, what? you're allowed to do that when you're a kid. I met Stan Boardman as well recently, and I thought about saying, Your daughter's the first woman I ever loved.
2: So, I was that his daughter?
0: Yeah. There's a link. I don't know if you can spot it between Stan Boardman yes. and Andrea Boardman. Not everyone with the same surname is related. Yes, is they. they are. I am related to Miranda Richardson.
2: Kieran Richardson. Yes. Charlie Richardson from Big Honour. Did she have... Was she a Richardson? I
0: don't know. Write her a letter and find out. So if you've ever written a letter as a grown-up to a celebrity, then uh, let us know. If you think that only children write to celebrities...
2: I wrote... Did I tell you about the letter I wrote recently? The other letter? when I wrote wrote to George Bush. (laughs) (laughs) I I had an afternoon. I had a couple of stamps... You had thought, a couple who, of beers. Who can I write to that? Uh, and I thought I'll write to George Bush and tell him what I think of his time in office. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's break that last sentence down into its constituent parts. Yes. I had an afternoon. Yes. I had a couple of stamps. Yes. Who sits and stares at stamps? I thought, and just who am I going to write to? See's wasted potential. They save write. them until you need to write to someone. N- I hardly ever need to write to someone. Don't look at stamps and just think, right, I need to get them used up. Who shall well, I? So we all
2: email to? these days, isn't it, darling? So I thought, who can I? Shall I write to write my mum
0: or you know maybe a relative? I can ring my mum, can I? I can't just pick up the phone. Nice to, to receive a letter. No, and you can't write to George Bush. What did you write to George Bush?
2: Dear George, comma. (laughs) Georgie Bushman! No, I I honestly did. I said, dear George, just wanted to write to you and say, uh, you know, don't agree with everything you've done, but uh, on the whole, I think the contribution you have made has been the right one. Re-Iraq
0: and Afghanistan. Ooh, very controversial. Very controversial yeah, very controversial.
2: I just said, look, you know, for whatever the reasons, removing Saddam Hussein is something you should be proud of.
0: Yeah. Wow, well, that is twenty six pence. Very controversial,
2: and uh, this is another one. I mean, people have reacted with h- h- hilarity at me emailing this guy this week when I told my mates I'd written to George Bush and what I'd said. Well, I've had arguments with people. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, I sort of agreed with the war, and I, I mean, I don't really want to get don't yet. get on the but, topic, but, but get on the fact people that people have write. really
0: reacted very
2: badly to it.
0: You've Friends. been involved in politics, though. You must know those letters won't get through.
2: Well, that's the thing. I know that they
0: do. Some it's of been them. a tough time for me lately, and I'd just like to say thanks I just want very to say much thanks. young man from Nottingham, Shires. sent me a <laughs> this week. He's written it in crayon, but the sentiment remains. That's Kim and Jesse uh, by M83. This next track is one of your favourites, isn't it? So I thought it might be nice for it's you to. classic, two. yeah, I love it. A classic. Is, <laughs> <you're not.
2: laughs> don't, mate. No, yeah, it's, it's, you know,
0: it's fine, but classic is an interesting word to use. Okay, maybe it's not classic. But this fits in with your, if you're doing stuff on a Sunday, this is a good track yeah, to do yeah, keep stuff to. Positive and dancing. So the ironing's done. What do people do to Dizzy Rascal? Um, Defrost the fridge? Don't, t- don't get onto defrosting
2: the fridge. I've had a, we've had a huge row this week about the fridge in my house. Have you? Someone unplugged it
0: along with the Christmas lights, didn't they? And there was <laughs>
2: <laughs> ooze <coughs> on the carpet. And it wasn't my fault.
0: Right. So let's let's have the track. What are they doing then if they're not defrosting the fridge? I've just have a bit of a dance. Do your exercises to this. Do your exercises. Do the 4D exercises. Smashing track. That was uh, "Monkey Gone to Heaven" by uh, the Pixies. Um, it's time for
1: six music. John Richardson. These are the forty files.
2: This week's forty files is titled "Betrayal and Rivalry." <laughs> <clears throat> Nigel Clough <laughs> Nottingham Forest in 1982, the year of my birth. His father, the great Brian Clough, was manager at the time. Nigel broke into the Forest first team in 1986, becoming the club's joint top goal scorer in his first season with 14 goals. 100! Nigel went on to win two League Cups, the Simod Cup, the ZDS Trophy, as well as playing in an FA Cup final and runner-up in the League Cup with Nottingham Forest. He was capped for England 14 times. Nigel was a true Forest hero. I personally idolise the man Still have a figure of him on my mantelpiece Next to one of Stuart Pearce A gentleman, more modest than his father Every time I met Nigel, he was decent and courteous When I was mascot for the day As a child for the Forest Palace game in 93 I wanted to meet my number one Forest p- player Pearce He was injured, so I had to meet my second favourite I <laughs> chose Nigel Clough And that was a team that included Roy Keane at the time. So I've got this I've got a lovely photo of me and Nigel Clough. Every time I visit my mum's house, I have a look at my old photo album. I look down at photos I have of Brian and Nigel Clough holding me as a young boy. These men were more than idols to me. (coughs) I felt personally connected to them. (coughs) Earlier this week, Nigel Clough became manager of Derby County, Nottingham Forest's bitterest rivals.
0: You are an idiot!
2: You've been waiting (laughs) for That is absolute <laughs> talking of betrayal I'm helping you out
0: mate I'm giving it a fourth dimension
2: Brian Clough managed Derby for a time Before he came and went on to far greater things With Forrest now, <laughs> <laughs> Nigel never played for them Nottingham recently paid tribute to the great Brian Clough as 5,000 people Witnessed the unveiling of his statue in our city centre Nigel was there and personally saw once again The love and affection Nottingham as a city Has for the entire Clough family his move to Derby this week is a tragic and upsetting development. I tried to personally intervene in the matter, emailing the young Clough, begging him not to take the job the day before it was announced. It didn't work. Now, when I wrote this, I hadn't... Act- this is phenomenal.
0: I, You're going to read the letter
2: that you I wrote I to emailed Nigel Clough. I Cloughy the day before um, he got the job. and
0: I'm going w- to um, play a little blind. bit of music underneath your... I want you to read the letter. It'd right. be like the old uh, Radio One when they used to have people emailing in their tragic yeah. stories. So
2: this is the email I wrote to Nigel Clough. Desperate, it is Burton Albion email address. Desperate to intervene because the rumours were starting to circulate. Clough might take the Derby job. So on sixth of present January, Matt Ford I getting wrote, carried away. I wrote this email to Nigel Clough. <laughs> Dear Nigel, I've been a Forest supporter my whole life, and you're one of my biggest idols. Please, do not take the job at Derby County. I remember my first Forest game. We beat Sunderland 2-0 at the city ground, with Steve Chettle and you scoring in November 1990. I recently attended the unveiling of your father's statue in Nottingham, and was delighted that 5,000 people from the city came out to support you and your family. There's so much love and respect for you in the city of Nottingham. I, along with so many others, are stunned at the thought of you managing our bitterest rivals. You are one of the most decent men in football. (laughs) It's well I've, enough. Lucky enough to meet you on occasion and have always been impressed. You must, of course, make the right decision for you and your family. It will be so hard for Forage fans to see you manage, Darby. <laughs> I hope that you become a successful manager. I just hope that it's not with Darby County. Yours, Matt Ford. <laughs> now, <laughs> that was to be turning my computer off. Two days later... I got an email back from Nigel. So this is the day after he took the Derby job. <gasps> <laughs> he put, and it's very short, but I think there's a hint in here <laughs> that he could have gone to Forest. So <clears throat> Britain, see what you make of this. Hi Matt, thank you for your email. No apologies for taking the Derby job. You can only go where you are wanted. Best wishes, Nigel Club. That seems to suggest, um, people can read into that what they like, but it does seem to suggest that Forrest weren't interested. Whether that means Forrest was his first choice, I don't know. But don't forget, his father went to Derby, and later on came to Nottingham Forest, doing far better. Um, I do like Nigel Clough, I think he's a good man, um, but I personally hope he drills them into the floor. (laughs) Um, So there we are. And of course, Forrest's new manager this week, well, last week, uh, is now Billy Davis, the former Derby boss. And what happened after we beat Man City? We've now been drawn to play them in the FA Cup a week on Friday.
0: The story continues. So it's, it's very bitter. As um, I mean, a little um, uh, addendum to this. Yeah. Uh, we've actually got Nigel Clough on, on the you phone. You fibber, don't you dare. <laughs> Nigel, What? Um, have what, uh, we got anything to say to Matt about taking the job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you've taken it a bit too far there. Um, <laughs> there we go. I thought you genuinely got in there.
2: I'm so flipping naive. Yeah. Anyway, so. so there, there we are. go. That was this
0: week's 40 files
2: on betrayal and Pretty deception. Cool. Getting and closer to the news that matters. <laughs> um, I was actually involved in the whole thing. I wonder. Yeah. You're I'm instrumental just, in it. Can you imagine if he got that email and just maybe it caused him to pause for maybe just a second?
0: Yeah, to send the email saying, I'll take the jobs that I'm offered. Thanks very much. Bye! Hey Janice, type this loser a standard reply, <laughs> will you? Dweeb. This is Lily Allen. This is No Thugs in Our House. Thank God. By XTC. Uh, it's a session track. is recorded in the year of my birth.
2: Eighty-two. Yes, you're my birth too, and the year that Nigel Clough <laughs> went to Nottingham Forest.
0: Yeah, uh, and later for, deserted for the David Jensen show. It's this is our last link uh, now before we hand over to the Music Week. We're talking about the uh, Sound of Two Thousand and Nine poll. Oh on the yeah, BBC. Um, and then yeah, Huey Morgan, Stephen Merchant, McConey, Pierce, John Pierce, Dylan. Dave Pierce, oh. Stuart Pierce's Dance Anthems. <laughs> this is a pretty big track. Yeah, a lot of people are listening to it. I'd I'll, I'll, I'll describe it as banging, I suppose, yeah. All oh, right. I've got a shout out here for someone. <laughs> so, he likes the stranglers and stuff like that. He
2: likes his punk, doesn't
0: he? Set You've been generally supported on the writing to celebrities thing.
2: Yeah, it's a good idea. To I be fair, to...
0: most people are talking about um, requesting autographs, which I think is different. Um Tim says, uh, I wrote to ex West Ham stalwart Samassi Abu in bad French. <laughs> Je suis un grand ventilateur. <laughs> Asking for an autograph, he sent me a scrap of paper saying, Sorry, no photo. <laughs>
2: Really? Yeah, that's, that's quality, nice. that's better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, hello John, whilst at primary school we were encouraged to write to celebrities in order to get a signed photograph back which were then sold for our school's charity project. Good idea. Which was raising money for some school or other in Lesotho. I wrote to the then Chelsea captain, which I think was Ian Britton. My brother Scott wrote to Ted Malt. <laughs> we both got our photographs back and Scott is rather embarrassed when I bring this nugget from our youth up nowadays. Fit the best, fit Everest. Oh yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> I wrote to Stuart Pearce when I was a child, invited him to my seventh birthday party did he, he come r- he wrote me a lovely letter back which i've lost i mean can sadly you relate- i have an otherwise re-
0: engagement
2: that's what you said a prior engagement i'm doing a 12th birthday party i'm doing culprits now um, he
0: wrote me a nice letter and
2: i lost it and it, it's one of the biggest regrets i lost of my, my life.
0: andrea boardman see it's, it's horrible when Different. you're a kid if someone should just say to you look the stuff you've got now look after it you want to be given at birth like a big Secure case. Yeah.
2: Anything valuable, just put it in there. It locks. Only you can open it with an iris scan or something. Just so keep everything scanner. in it. You know, and you would be able to store things. Ticket no. stubs.
0: Yeah, I've still got a lot of my stuff. I like toys and stuff thundercats swords yeah, and that kind of thing oh, never have that again Katie in manch um my friends and i wrote to lots of british actors to invite them to a tea party uh, but to say that if they couldn't come we'd settle for a photo we then created a wall of fame at university Brilliant, was lots idea. of fun we had a uh, wall of fame at our university um at, at our sixth form in the common room lots of pictures and then we had to take them down but you're on it now I often, what well, I'd like to get on the uh, list of achievement, nothing's been put on at our school, I imagine, since Cecil Parkinson, he's the last old Lancastrian that got up on the board for being Secretary of State, blah, 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 have they not heard of Six Music? I reckon they'll probably put on Jason Queeley before me, though, since he got an Olympic gold medal. But, if anyone wants to go on Wikipedia, you can just add it. Add that I've won a gold
2: medal. Just add you on to sort of famous pupils, <laughs> do not So, um, what are you doing this week? Um, just be chilling out Go to forest <laughs> to forest on Saturday I'm going to eat healthy Getting back into the exercise this week I've got a new workout DVD coming out
0: <laughs> Oh, that's a brilliant idea 40 oh. <laughs> no, says it? Exercise like Ludo from Labyrinth Um <laughs> have a smashing week thank you for all the texts and emails that we've had in today as always um wouldn't be the same show if you didn't do half the work for us um next week we'll be back with another um happy hour to get you kickstarted on sunday morning hopefully we'll be joined by mr richard herring um right. if not someone else we've got plenty of, we've got a lot of good guests booked up that's probably worth saying um and matt ford you'll be back as well i will
2: can i just say happy birthday you well girls?
0: maybe like to dedicate our last track
2: which is portions for foxes our last track portions for foxes i know it's his favourite song. (laughs) Who is it by? It's by Rilo Kylo. By Rilo Kylo Anis. (laughs) (laughs) It's for Will Sherlock. Happy 29th, mate. Have a smashing week, all of you. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. BBC Six.
1: Six Music